Welcome to the Get Your House Right podcast. Get your house right. How you doing? I'm, I'm good, Farrell. How are you? What have you been up to? I'm doing very good. Very happy. Um, I'm. I'm uh, Did you buy a goat? Today's <laughs> goat. I don't know. You said very happy. You never know. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take one um, at some point in life, but uh, no goats yet. <laughs> Do you have a goat? I've wanted one. Yeah. Damn, we got some chickens. I'm going to start with chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta watch out for those varmints. Yeah. They'll get the chickens. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about Jory, Jerry, George, and Kramer? Those are my three chickens. That's awesome. Raccoon. <laughs> raccoon got them all <laughs> in the backyard and just oh a lot of feathers. Gosh. But there's a guy on Craigslist that sells them for 10 bucks. So <laughs> okay. it was a good deal. 30 bucks. I got so many eggs. Do I call it a landline? All the old ladies. <laughs> yeah, right. A dial. The old ladies in the neighborhood just loved me because I had so many eggs. Yeah. I would just go give them to them. It's yeah. great. They'd make me pies. It was fantastic. That's anyway. That's a good idea. And so, all right. What are we talking about today? <laughs> we are talking about uh, buying and selling your house, what to look for if you're selling it, small projects, easy projects to get a higher value, quicker clothes, and buying a house, what to look for when you are buying a house. Yeah, What's a lot of good, mistakes. Do's, don'ts, how to vet, the all that whole process. Awesome. Um, and we've got the Velvet Hammer here today. Amy Cavlin, who's one of the best Dude, realtors. I don't think she's a velvet hammer. I think <laughs> she's more of a velvet gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. she is. Um, she's been in the real estate industry for ten years. Uh, she, she's just a wealth of knowledge. Her yeah. husband, I know her husband's a builder, and yeah. she's funny. Um, but she, the way she negotiates, and the way she just like, she gutted my house in a way. She's like, let's get rid of that because she staged it, right? And it sold. You know. Way we had multiple than offers. Yeah. And yeah. Like, there's, okay. t- there's tons of mistakes to, to be made in that process. And so yeah. hopefully today we can save some folks from some of those mistakes. Yeah. So, so. let's let's go to a break and then we'll bring Amy on. Yeah. Cool. All right. Welcome back. We've got Amy Cavillan here. The great Amy Cavillan, I would say. You're too kind. I, you know, we're pretty kind on this show. <laughs> Try to be. To most people. To most people. Well, you know, I know we kind of talked about you, Eli, did before you came on, but... Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you got into the industry and, I don't know, why you're so good at what you do. Because I know that personally, but our listeners do not. You're very sweet. Okay, so I have been selling real estate in Tulsa, Oklahoma since 2010. Prior to that, I was actually in banking for almost 20 years. I was in wealth management. I did commercial lending, construction lending, small Hmm. business lending. Um, So... I did a lot of real estate lending, and I thought, you know what? I really would like to get on the other side of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Banking got really regulated, and I thought, this is not as people-y as I like to be. You're a pretty people person. Yeah. Yeah. So I got my real estate license, and I have never looked back. It's wonderful. I love it. My husband's a builder here in Tulsa, and... Um, we just we make a great team. I love my clients. Yeah. She's a good and, one. She's a real um, good one. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Hard work, fun. You know the market, it goes up and down and ebbs and flows and we do different things in different seasons, but I'll have to say one thing about Amy before we get to the questions. She is one of the best negotiators I've ever come across because she's just she's just calculated and she's peaceful, even with what we've dealt with. It's good stuff. It's really nice. good stuff. Keep it calm. Keep it, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Amy, I guess buying, selling houses in this market is obviously day-to-day. It changes with the rates and everything like that. But what would you think are some keen seller tips that you would kind of offer if you were listing somebody's house? Well, 
I always go into listing a house. First, I do a walkthrough. I always do a walkthrough with the client. Um, Prior to that, I pull comps so that I can see, hey, what are the houses selling for in this neighborhood? What are the highs? What is the median sales price? And that way, when I go into the house and I see the condition of the house, I can tell the the seller, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what I feel like you could put into the house. And if you do these things, you could expect to get the highest sales price Perfect. per square foot in the in the neighborhood. Um, I always look at it through the eyes of what an appraiser looks look, at the value of a home. Yeah. I never want to tell a seller to do so much that they end up pricing themselves out of the market. Right. So what are some of those projects you would recommend if you know they want to list their house in 30 or 60 days? What are some of those projects that you think one would get the house to list quicker and sell quicker and also on a budget or not on a budget but right stuff you can do within that 60-day period or so well i'll give you an example of a house sure you've got a few yes so there is a particular listing we've actually been working on it for a month it went live last friday it was sold on saturday it's work multiple offers above list and we did a lot to get that house ready yeah so Um, When I did my initial walkthrough, as the house was, I would have told them that they needed to list the house for um, 80,000 less than we sold it for. You told them that? Yes. Oh, I bet that was a tough conversation. Well, it's very gentle. I mean, you tell someone you don't live in a house like you sell it. Mm -hmm. I could not list my house today and sell it for what I expect I would sell it for living in it the way that we do with three boys. That makes sense. Tricycles into the walls, all the things. Yes. So two brothers. Oh yeah. We walked in. I walked through with them. Um, I always start at the street because curb appeal tells a buyer how the seller has cared for the home on the inside. That's a good point. So we look at siding. I look at windows. I look at the roof. um, Shutters. I mean, Mm -hmm. all landscaping. It's all huge. Um, then I go into the house and it's, what's the condition of the house? How, what is the, is the kitchen updated? Are the bathrooms updated? Um, what is the condition of the hardwood floors and the carpet? Yeah. So we go through this exercise. Super thorough. It is very, yeah. very thorough. And then I make recommendations to them. I say, okay, I have a general contractor. We can bring them in and get a quote. These are the things that I recommend you do okay. um, on this particular house. We did all those things. We did it in a month, and they sold their house with multiple offers in two days at eighty grand over over what they would have sold it for had we not done those things. And it actually sold for twenty six grand over list price. That's fantastic. Yeah, and that's where that's where one of the, that kind of cost versus value type of thing comes in with a home improvement project. Like for mm-hmm. example, you know, um, if you're going to spend, if you're going to throw out an imaginary number. Um, you have an old fifties avocado tile, you know, shower. Um, and you as a real estate agent probably know, like if you could just get that one thing done, it would probably move a little bit quicker, you know, putting in six grand into that, that bathroom could potentially up your list, your sell price by, Mm -hmm. you know, double that. Is that, yeah, my imagine imagining things or no, you're not, but I will say this, it, 
depends on the overall condition of the home. So if I have a one owner original condition home that I'm listing, and I have, I had one over in Park Plaza at the beginning of the year. Oh Mm -hmm. no, it was around Christmas because I staged it for Christmas. Um, Of course you did. So (laughs) (laughs) Christmas tree You're good at going the extra tree. Um, it was kind of an original owner looking ranch style home in Park Plaza. And that is where I won't recommend. I will say, okay, let's look at this. What would you sell it for as it is now? If you do these things, what would you expect you could sell the house for? What do you, Mr. and Mrs. Seller want or Mr. and Mr. or Miss Seller want to do? Um, and sometimes they'll decide, you know what? We don't want to do anything. We want to just sell it as it is and I'll go in and have it deep clean. Um, I staged that one over one owner home and you can do a lot with a house that you're not doing a whole lot to with staging because staging overlooks a multitude of sins. You know, Amy, Amy list listed my, our house, Michelle and I's and she came in, you know, you came by and took professional pictures, and then she came by. Oh, you took the and pictures? Pretty much gutted the house. I don't know if they're professional, says, you but you need yeah. to get rid of this. And I was like, that's all my stuff. What do you want to She's yeah. like, you need to clear all this stuff. And we didn't have much, but I mean, it, we listed it and it was so That was your bachelor house. Yeah, that, that, was, that was my path. Yeah, it definitely did. <laughs> but it was adorable. And once yeah. it was, st- like, once we staged, yeah. and um, it just, it works wonders. And you, my big, my biggest motivation is I have got to create an emotional response for every buyer. And I told you this when yeah. we went, I kind of, I tend to be bossy, which <laughs> you, yes, <laughs> because tend I know be. what it needs to look like. And if, if you have a buyer walk in, you want to create an emotional response. Right. So they say from the minute they walk in the door or pull up in front of the house, I have to have this house. And then the price maybe they'll pay more to get that house. Yeah, right, but right. they have to have it. You've created an emotional response for them. Yeah. And and that's my goal on my listings. That's great. So as a buyer, you know, what are some, you know, we just talked about sellers and updating their curb appeal, you know, simple projects to help boost the value of their home mm-hmm. prior to listing. You know what, can I cut in just one question yeah. before we move on there? So yeah, good point. let's say um, we're still talking about the sellers um, situation. Let's say you've got a roof that needs to be replaced, but not immediately. Um, you know, siding that is, let's just call it bad, like pretty, pretty mm-hmm. old. And then you've got windows where it's very obvious that hot air in summer, cold air is coming right through into the living room yeah. or the living area, bedroom, that type of thing. And then you've got a bathroom. What would you, I mean, you started out with curb appeal, so it makes sense that you would go for that, but um, of those type of four main things, so let's say kitchen, bath, windows, roof. siding slash roof. Yeah. You would go roof. No, no, no. Okay. I just didn't want you to forget gotcha. that yeah, because when I'm looking at everything, emotional, I want an emotional response. Mm-hmm. So typically that's generally at eye level for yeah. a buyer and buyers typically typically that's this is not everyone they cannot see past what they see so okay. when they walk in that house um the kitchen the baths the condition of the carpet like the condition of the home the staging i cannot okay. emphasize that's enough. interesting to know. it yeah. is huge yeah. because when they walk in and you they feel wow, this is what it could feel like to live in this home. 
that's when they say, I want this house. Roof, I mean, get it inspected. If right. it needs to be replaced, we actually had that with sure yours. Yeah. If it needs to be replaced, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Right. But I don't typically tell a seller to replace a roof. Right. Let's get to inspections. If, if it's a bad roof, the buyer can ask for it. We'll submit a claim. Yeah. Hopefully insurance will pay for it, sure. especially after this last storm we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're busy. Yeah. yeah. So I would okay. say stick to making the inside of the house feel really uh, homey top-notch okay. and inviting. So basically not just stage it. She's very good at her job. She's, yeah. I'm kind of scared of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. She's a boss, man. She's yeah. a boss. My, it pays for itself. She's, she's a very classy bulldog. If <laughs> you mean, you know what I mean? You're I sweet. Like yeah. um, That's awesome. Yeah. But kitchen, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a house ready for a listing right now. We are focusing on the kitchen the main living area of the home, outdoor living areas. I didn't sure. say that yeah. before. Oh, yeah. uh, people want that. Since COVID, people want half acre lots. They want outdoor living areas. Yeah, they got tired of like being that. stuck together. And outdoor living is just that additional space where you don't have to pay for the square footage right. necessarily when you buy it. Yeah. You primarily sleep outside, don't you? I think I heard that. Besides in the Sometimes. summer. Besides I mean, in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Besides in the summer. <laughs> I, just get I did lie. when the electricity was out for... As you should. Yeah. What was it, ten, nine, nine days? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay, so we talked about sellers, um, buyers. Like, when I bought my right. house, I just, I just thought there was gutters on every house in 2012. <laughs> I bought my house and realized there was no gutters on it. And, and just, why? And that's just a simple thing. Like, there's way... Better things to look for, and I felt like. Well, but no gutters means potential, you know, water behind I the just walls spend, and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. just spent, I don't know, two grand on gutters at that right. point. No, she's like, that wasn't a fun experience. <laughs> Nobody told me that in that inspection. <laughs> yeah. you probably put gutters on the house, but things they to didn't look tell for you as a, a first-time buyer, or yeah, maybe they did. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Well, this is actually perfect, and why I'm, didn't I'm you know first-time buyer? Oh, you so, are. Yeah. You should call me. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plug. <laughs> Um, well, you didn't notice the gutters yeah. or that probably didn't seem important because when we walked in that house, it yeah. was fabulous. Not my current house, my last Oh, house. your last my house. You listed. Oh. That's because I fell in love with the kitchen okay. in the backyard. Yeah. But, and it was my first house. So I was just kind of awestruck anyway. But okay. what do you recommend buyers to look for? First time home buyers or anything like second time home buyers, but people that are new to mm -hmm. buying properties. It depends on the type of home, the price point of the home. Right. Um, most, I will always recommend that they make sure the home is structurally sound, right. roof, um, age of the HVAC, the hot water tank, furnace. Ask about. Yes, yeah. making sure that those things are in normal working order. And always, you know, in this market that we've just come out of, and to a certain extent, we're still in that market. We're mm -hmm. still seeing multiple offers, although maybe on average three offers instead of 25. Yeah, right. But we're still seeing them. And so, you know, back in 21 22 we were seeing buyers just wave inspections all together and that is not as wise is, yeah. i would never recommend a buyer to wave inspections yeah. you can buy a house as is and get inspections for information purposes only yeah. and say in the contract we will not submit a trr oh, that's a written document requesting repairs okay. um always get inspections mm -hmm. so 
I always recommend that they make sure that structurally the home is sound. Um, and then when a buyer goes into a house, because I said before, a buyer typically cannot see past what they see. Right. So I'm always looking for a good investment opportunity for yeah. a buyer, not paying top, you know, the top dollar. Yeah. Um, because I want them to make money when they turn around and sell the home right. and odds are I'm going to be selling it for them. Mm -hmm. So if there's something glaring that I know is going to be an issue when they go to sell the house, I'm going to point that out to them yeah. because I'm still going to be working with them and I don't want them to say to me, why didn't you tell me that when I bought my house? <laughs> so, my realtor definitely didn't do that about the gutters. <laughs> when you bought the yeah, house were sold. House, yeah. Right. And gutters can translate, lack of gutters can translate to structural issues. Right. Had those in that house for sure. Right. Yeah. And grading. You pointed those all out the very fun quickly things. when you walked there. I was like, I know. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll walk into the house with a buyer and I'll just say, you know, hey, let's look at what this house could be. Yeah. You could do these things to this house. And this helps that my husband's a builder because right. I have lived with him for long enough that I know the things to look for. Um, but I'll tell them, you know, you could do this and this if you would just paint and fixtures and right. do your flooring, then do your kitchen, do your bathrooms. You've got a brand new house and you really have not put a whole lot into it. Right. And then you have the equity, not the seller. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, what are some, you know, when closing, you know, let's say inspections came through, they, the contract's written up, they had the inspection, they need all new windows or they need, they need peers or they need, whatever mm -hmm. what are some things to kind of because you can negotiate anything in the closing i mean you yes can, as far as taking so much off the cost of the house anything's up for discussion um so what are some things that you've seen that you recommend and i know every kind of case is different but mm -hmm. in closing that you you can ask for or negotiate either buyer or seller what are the kind of the best things that you see consistently that need to be negotiated on and why Okay, so first, that was a long question. Price. Jeez. I'm going to dissect it a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Good. So pricing is imperative. Pricing your home right. Yeah. And I will typically recommend that a seller always come in slightly under, so they attract the most serious buyers, mm -hmm. and they are most likely, if it is marketed well, staged well. Um, they're more likely to have multiple offers, right. which will it's an eBay effect. It drives the price up. Yep. So that is a strategy that I use. It works. Um, pricing is imperative. Yep. So that said, when you are negotiating, so you've got your contract, you get your inspections, there are things that need to be done. Um, once we have those inspections and we're looking at what needs to be fixed with yep. this house, right. um, I'll go back in with the, I sit down with the buyer, we look at everything, we kind of figure out, well, what would a ballpark, what do we think that the value in these things is? And then the buyer has multiple options. They can ask for a price concession, a reduction okay. of the sales price. They can ask that the seller complete the repairs and have them completed prior to closing. Um, and then they have to be very specific about how they want those repairs completed because right. if they're, if they go back in for final inspection and it was done, mm -hmm. but they say, well, this looks like, you know what you yeah. did it, but yeah, it's, it's not done shoddy. like I would have done it. Right. It's, 
it's done. The yeah. seller says, you said do it, I did it. And mm -hmm. you really don't have much of a leg to stand on. So I yeah. like price concessions yeah. so that the buyer is in control of what gets done. And that way, say they say, you know what, this house is overpriced. The kitchen is a 1950s kitchen. Yeah. And it says this is an updated house and the bathrooms have tile halfway up the wall and it's green. Mm -hmm. And so you go through that checklist and then we go back in a very kind, gentle velvet hammer way and yeah. say, <laughs> we need to adjust the price hammer. on this house. Yeah. It, it, you know, the, the buyer is going to have to spend this money and this money and this money. They love the house. They love yeah. shower them with compliments on the house. However, they're going to need to do these things. This is exactly what Amy did to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're violated. Right? <laughs> now, wait a minute. I did it to you. To sell the house really fast. And it worked. Oh, and it did, though. Yeah, it worked. And, yeah, and it did work. It. But it doesn't feel good quick. to sellers when you're telling them that. It didn't no. feel good to you. I That's remember. Yeah. I feel like I'm being fleeced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it works it and you works. get more for your house. 100%. It yeah. was wild. That was a wild time. Yeah. Um, all fantastic information. Yeah, I'm kind I mean, of my, my hair's blown back. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, my, my hair's really on sleep. What? What do you have, or does your husband have any that you know of contractor horror stories? Hmm. Oh, sure well, yeah, right. So I don't do. have a horror story, but when you you asked me that, you sent that to me, and I thought, you know, I need to share this. It's so so important. I had a client who closed on a house. They made a recommend. They wanted me to give them a recommendation for a contractor. Okay. Now Ted builds homes from ground up. He is not a general contractor for small projects, so right. he is not the person I go to to ask, yeah, "Honey, right. can you do this project <laughs> for a client?" He's not interested in that. But um, I had a recommendation from a client who had used someone. I had seen it firsthand. I knew that it looked great. Yeah. They were happy. They had an ongoing relationship with this contractor. I thought, great, this is perfect. Right. So I recommended them. Three months later, I get a call from the client. It did not go well. <laughs> it was a smaller project, and this contractor is used now, what to... what was it? What was the project? Well, it was... So the house that he... That my client had yeah. redone was a $700,000 house. Okay. The house that client B bought was a $200,000 house that they wanted to renovate. Okay. So um, I did not know their budget. They did not share that with me. I found out after the fact that it was about $50,000. And so um, I, I, I can't speculate. Yeah. All I know is that I spoke with my client. And, you know, if I make a recommendation, I take ownership of that. Right. Um, and, I, and I've learned since that I can't guarantee the quality of someone's work just because I saw it once. People go through right. life. Life happens to people in their work the quality of their work yep. changes. So yep. since I've, I've changed my tune on the way I make recommendations, but anyway, they felt that they really, it, it just did not go well. Um, and so I cannot tell everyone out there that hires a contractor, if you get a recommendation from someone, don't take it at face value. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Ask for references. Make sure you sign a contract. That's really good, uh, yeah. Vet them, vet yes. them because we're human beings. We're emotional beings. Just mm -hmm. because our work was fabulous two years ago, it may have really changed yeah. in the last two years. Right. And um, so I would just say always vet. 
your contractors. What's a, what are some good ways to, I mean, to some it could be probably pretty obvious, but what are some ways to vet a contractor? Well, I ask for referrals. I always ask, who may I please call, you know, the last five clients that you've done work for? Yeah. And um, usually the answer is yes. I mean, I've never had anyone right. say no to me. Um, and so you ask them, you know, I'd like to call them. I'd like to see pictures of your projects. Um, and then always just get a contract signed because yep. that was one of the things that came up with this particular situation is that there was discrepancy in the cost to finish the project and they spent the money they thought they were going to have to spend and it wasn't enough and it wasn't finished. Oh and so, um, yes. So now when I make a recommendation, except for with you, I, <laughs> yeah. I always say, please, you make do calls, you do your homework. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's the thing about, you know, sometimes it's the best thing to do to use an individual general contractor, a, a guy mm -hmm. or two guys that mm -hmm. do small projects. Um, sometimes that makes total sense, but like you said, life happens. And sometimes when life happens, the quality of work changes. Now I think that there's the best, a good hedge for that is the contracting company where mm -hmm. there's more checks and balances within that organization. Right. Yep. It's not two guys that are starting their day at Lowe's and ending their day in your kitchen. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's more of an organized operation where that's a bit of a hedge against that type of Mm -hmm. thing that does happen. Yeah. I know, agree. Like Burnett. Right. <laughs> like, Come on, get it yes. out, get it out. Yeah. Speak. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, exactly right. And we, you know, we had one of our episodes was how to vet a contractor and that's, Amy speaks significantly more intelligently to that than we do sometimes. Yeah. She's got such uh, a magnitude of experience, but you are a wealth of knowledge, Amy. You're yeah. funny. You're a bulldog. You're, like Eli said, you're kind of terrifying, but in a great way. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm not going to let my husband listen to no. this. <laughs> <laughs> She's very good at what she does. <laughs> um, but, you know, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so for much. having Wealth me. It's always good to see you. Yeah, for sure. It's good to see you again. Yeah, you yeah. as well. Um, you coming back for Christmas? I was going to ask about that. That was one heck <laughs> of a Christmas party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still have her socks. <laughs> the ones she let me wear when we were cleaning up. The little, it's a good party. Little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a really good party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Awesome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. It means so much. Thank you. We're going to go ahead and move to a break, yeah. and we'll see you in a bit. That was very good. My mind's yeah. blown. Hair blown back, right? Hair blown back. Hair blown back. Exactly. I mean, how much? I told her how much knowledge does she have? Yeah. I and mean, she's she is the velvet. She's the velvet gun. Yeah. She's, she needs a billboard. Yeah. Just <laughs> one of those real estate classic. You know, the real estate freaking. James it's like Bond. the Marlboro Man that Kramer was, but yeah. it's got like the smoke coming out of the billboard. I think that's illegal now. Yeah. But I mean, the things we learned, and I mean that short amount of time on, especially not just vetting a contractor, but simple things she looks for when yeah. she's walking through a house for the first time, yeah. you know I mean? Yeah, I, di I, didn't I didn't realize how important staging was, but it totally makes sense because yeah. homes are, are bought a lot of times on, on, you know, a lot of purchases are made emotionally. Emotional. And so that really helps there and, and just that curb appeal. It, again, it's totally obvious, but also it's easy to maybe underestimate the importance of. Right. Um, and yeah, it seems like common sense where obviously it's, if you take care of the front of your house as far as the curb appeal, the inside would be equally as taken exactly. care of. And 
I've never, I guess I've never thought about that, but it absolutely yeah. makes sense. It's a sign. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was enlightening. And yeah. again, she's a, she's just a bulldog. Yeah. Um, so Amy, sure. the smoking gun, velvet hammer, velvet gun, bulldog. <laughs> We're super grateful to have you on. Yeah. Thanks so and, much. And uh, thank you all for listening and we'll see y'all next time. See you next time on get your house right. Get it right. Mm-hmm.